CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to The Daily Check-In. This week on The Daily Check-In, we're talking about fear. Not what fear does to us, but what we can do with it. Today I'm having a conversation with my uh, one of my best friends, uh, Pastor Denton. Denton, would you introduce yourself? What's up, everybody? My name is Denton. I'm a grateful believer of Jesus Christ. I struggle, oh boy, with uh, moderation, with pride, and uh, man, currently with fear. Nice. Well, thanks for coming today, man. Yeah, thanks we're, for having me. We're currently quarantined up together mm. in my office at home, so... Um, Hopefully we can have some good conversation. I don't know how this is going to go. This is our first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know what's uh, going to happen. We'll see. Yeah. It should be fun. Um, so we've been talking about, um, again, not what fear. We've been talking about fear, but we've been trying to focus on not what fear does to us, but what we can do with fear. But I just want to kind of take a second and uh, maybe try to reduce the feeling of well i shouldn't be afraid we have an, uh, like a lot of other uh conversations about what's going on right now a lot of people are saying hey god hasn't given us a spirit of fear and so i think that that's it certainly made me think to myself well it's not okay for me to be afraid then it's not okay for me to feel fear and so i'm just kind of starting off here i wanted to just Talk about our personal experiences, maybe right now, in the past. Uh, however, try to keep it as recent as possible. But we can. I know that that's some of your testimony of coming into a relationship with with God. Yeah, I mean, when when you when you mentioned you wanted me to be in here and chat, I, I was I was pretty stoked about it. And then when you're talking about fear, I'm like, wow. Uh, when I thought about it immediately, what I thought about was uh, was my testimony and was um, kind of what drove me you might say to christ and uh it was fear you know mm-hmm. if, I, if i'm if i break that down and i was i was young it, it was at uh, an early age when when i came um to know jesus um and it was hey i'm, I'm dating myself here it was back in the 80s when we were <laughs> sure <laughs> Shut up, John. when we were sure we're uh, you know, we, we were on the brink, right, of this big nuclear war, and we had enough nuclear weapons to blow up the whole world in a second, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of this fear of what was going on between Russia and the United States, and communism, and um, and all those different things. And I remember that just kind of uh, gripping me as a as a kid of the eighties. I was born in seventy five, so this would have been like you know five to ten those, yeah. those ages, and uh, I was like, just man, what are we gonna do? Like what? How, there's nothing I can do, right? right? I'm just, I'm, I'm helpless and I'm, I'm in fear. And I, I remember um, distinctly um, having a conversation uh, with a gal who had a church that met in their home. And um, she's like, I just want to make it clear to you how you get to heaven. And of course, who doesn't want to get to heaven, right? right. Like that's <laughs> ultimately like, yeah, Kenny Chesney said it. <laughs> what did he we say? all want to go to heaven. We, we don't want to go, go now. now. <laughs> Kenny Chesney said it that best. Um, but no. Uh, and so like, who doesn't want that? And so I wanted that. And then she shared with me Christ. And I, and I realized then that like, wow, I really, uh, I have this freedom in that. Of mm-hmm. The fear didn't go away instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
there was there was definitely some more peace about it mm-hmm. and um and as then as the months went on it got better and better and better and then and, and as the years went on it got better 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 then all of a sudden communism falls russia breaks up and mm-hmm. at, at that point it wasn't even a thought in my mind anymore mm-hmm. about what was like stopping me from living mm-hmm. and then at that you know down the road it wasn't even a thought in my mind but it has come up in this situation, um, and I remember distinct, distinctively coming up uh, in 9-11, you know, kind of yeah. a similar circumstance to what we're going through now. Uh, I heard a crazy thing that, and it's true for my daughter, she was born in 2001, and she's graduating now in oh, wow. uh, 2020. And so uh, her her life uh, has kind of been bookended by these, uh, let's be honest, life-altering circumstances. Tragedies and, and, uh, or traumas, yeah. Yeah, and, and 9-11 was one that certainly uh, drove Tammy and I, as a family, closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're one of the minis that gathered in churches to pray, and um, it just kind of brought us back to the church in a, in a serving capacity and, and brought us back um, in our faith. And uh, I'm so glad I went through that now. Like, mm. who would say that? <laughs> yeah, right? in the midst of it. So yeah, I mean, it was awful those days and weeks after 9-11. Just it's all it was on the TV and like all you hear about. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we're going to war and blah, blah, this and that. But um, now looking back, I can see, man, that played a, a pretty big role in my faith journey. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's what's giving me peace during this time. I'm like, wow, here's another circumstance that's mm-hmm. radically changing the world around me. And my neighbors are all radically changed. Their lifestyles have been radically <clears throat> changed. And uh, I'm like, wow, I have the same opportunity now to draw closer to him mm-hmm. and to help others draw closer to him, help others see him in the midst of all this craziness. Mm-hmm. So, so I went, I went long there. No, that's good. <laughs> I went back to the past, but <laughs> that's good. No, I think uh, what you're talking about is kind of, what we've been saying now for the past couple of years is this idea run headlong into the wall. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where it's like, okay, we can see tragedy. We can see something scary or something unsure. And we just say, we're going to rush into it. Yeah. Um, because of the certainty that we have in Christ, knowing the potential of what could happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but as you're kind of talking, I was thinking about, so I know you're saying, okay, I, I had this immense amount of fear and then I entered into a relationship with, with Christ. And then that, that fear kind of, it, it kind of, you know, went down mm-hmm. like it kind of, mm-hmm. but I, I'm wondering, did, cause I know that the, that the situation kind of calmed down and, and things like the actual things that were making you afraid yeah, stopped, <clears throat> um, but at the same time, too, like plenty of other situations, I'm sure, happen. I know that even at a young age, you you continued to experience things that that maybe you wouldn't immediately say, well, this made me afraid. But I think that trying to understand fear is more of a concept of of it's I don't know. It's one of those things that that aren't very it's just something that exists not something that necessarily I create. Mm-hmm. It's just something that is mm-hmm. always affecting mm-hmm. me. And um, so in that way, fear didn't dissipate, but your mm. faith grew yeah. in that, yeah. right? No, yeah. for sure. It, it, yeah. Um, I had to think about that, that fear, it, it's, it, 
like the, what fear actually is. That's kind of a, a deep concept for me. I'm not a deep thinker, but <laughs> what fear actually is. But you're right. Through that, my faith grew. And I guess that faith is what drove out that fear, so to speak. It wasn't something that I was creating, just something, this faith building in me. And that was what was driving out the fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we can look back and be a little bit more prepared as far as, okay, how should I react in this situation? What's going on right now? <clears throat> and I'm certainly, uh, you know, I kind of arrived at a point where, you know, I want to lead well through this mm-hmm. and to be able to, you know, for those of you guys listening to really um, be a person who is going to be encouraging and can be, um, you know, uh share the strength that God has given me through this, but I would be lying if I didn't say that I went through my own kind of, uh, roller coaster in this situation, because I know when things kind of started, started out, I was, I probably, I've probably been in every category since this thing kind of broke out at first, (laughs) you know, I, I, I'm embarrassed to almost say that all of it, because at first I'm embarrassed to say, that I was one of the ones that was like, this is not a big deal. You guys are stupid. You know yeah, what I mean? This <laughs> and is I, a cold. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just a couple of days ago, that's about a week ago now that fear really overcame me. And, and I literally, I'm embarrassed to say that I went out to go and buy a gun because I thought to myself, man, what if, you know, what ifs? And we talk about that at CR all, all the time is the damage of playing the what if game Mm. when I'm living in this, this um, unsureness that all of a sudden my brain wants to write the ending to the story. And so it says, you know, what if this, what if that, what if this, and I'm, I'm receiving those rewards that reward system is activated in my brain when I make up all of these stories. And so for some weird reason, I get calmed by doing the what if thing. And so I think, okay, well this is working because my brain is calming down, but in the long run, it's the, we're it's always the long run, right? We're 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 not worried too much about right now. We need to be more concerned with the long run. And the what if game damages the long run. It doesn't set us up for success in the long run. And so, um, I did that. I was out. I literally got in the car, got Olivia in the vehicle, and we we went out to buy a gun. And and um, we, you know, we're talking the whole way. We're driving. And then I, I called up you or I didn't call you. I texted you and, and I said, dude, is this crazy? <laughs> you know, like, is this is this wild, you know? And and you were like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I loved that, man. I, it was it was what I needed to hear because I knew I knew that it was. Yeah. You know, and that's so oftentimes what's going on is like, I know I know what I need to do. I know yeah. the feelings that I'm feeling are incorrect. But if I don't reach out to people, if I don't have yeah. people of reason in my life, um, then I might actually end up doing something that I, I know I don't want to do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those uh, those relationships and that reaching out is so, so important in these times, especially if you're going to make a decision, you know, whatever that be a big decision and to have people in your life. I know that you've been um, touting on here, the recovery at uh, palmvalley.org, right, for mm-hmm. uh, anybody that anybody for, for any reason, if you want to reach out, uh, do it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're all isolated right now, but man, we're, we're, we, we're not insulated, right? We can, mm. we can have conversations through text, through 
uh, phone calls. My small group met last night on Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, you know, it was a little wonky, a little different, you know, like we heard yeah. some robot <laughs> as yeah. the lag came. But, uh, but man, I love my small group and I love having those relationships for people to check me, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, we're experiencing this thing. And it's the same with me. I go through waves like that, you know, yeah. where like it's and, and I go through the gamut. I, I was there with you like, oh, yeah. this isn't that big a deal. It'll be over and whatever, like, but now it's like, oh no, this is something a little more serious. And, and then on to Jesus is coming back. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like literally I was in, uh, <clears throat> at the dairy working in the lab and I got a text about the, uh, there was a small earthquake in Utah. I don't know if you heard yeah, about that. Yeah. But, um, I get a text. Oh man, there was an earthquake in Utah. It's all I got in the text. Like I didn't yeah. know how bad it was. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, this and, is it. you know, yeah, this is it. Right. <laughs> Signs and wonders. There'll be earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars. I'm like, here he comes. And then like, and so I get this text and I read it. Somebody else gets a text and somebody else's phone rings. And I'm like, Oh dude, it's going down. Like, yeah, people it. are disappearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, no. I'm ready. Lord. <laughs> Come take me. And I, but it, it was just thing just washed over me. And I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh. I, I am, I'm, I'm afraid right now. Right. I am afraid right now. Huh. And, uh, and so I stepped outside and responded to the text, checked, <laughs> checked the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing, the news didn't even have anything on it. I guess what the earthquake wasn't that big a deal. Uh, but then, then kind of reality set back in. I was like, Oh, okay. Even, mm-hmm. even if the earthquake was horrific and somebody else's, there was all this stuff and Jesus was coming back. Even mm-hmm. if Jesus was coming back, I've read the end of the book. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah, I know how it ends, right? And, yeah. and and ultimately we'll be with God forever and we're we're gonna face trials uh in this life. Mm-hmm. Those are promised. And um and it just took me that little prayer, you know, time stepping outside and saying, God, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um I I I'm gonna just continue to place my trust in you mm-hmm. and continue to believe in the promises that you have given to me. And uh yeah. Right. Yeah. Breathe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. And and then that that wave was gone. That battle <laughs> was done. And uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll see when the next one rises up. Right. Yeah. Well, I think in like we were kind of already sharing the whole purpose of just kind of sharing about this is to like it's okay. It's all right to feel afraid. It's okay to feel that fear because it's it's a very real thing and ultimately it's a god-given emotion god gave it to us for a reason um but yeah i think there's certain times like me i didn't go out and buy a gun by the way this is full, full disclosure um i got one from denton <laughs> i didn't need to <laughs> no but to to know that like i i'm going to experience it and different situations are going to come up and hopefully they pass, you know, hopefully they pass sooner than later. But in each situation, I know for me, um, that fear drove me to call my friend and it drew me into relationship. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I got to expect that that was the full purpose of of that fear. Right. Yeah. And the same thing goes for you that drew you into a quiet time with God. So yeah. I got to I got to think that that was the full purpose of that fear. Yeah. But that leads me into kind of the something that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about is um, because that fear drew me to relationship and it drew you into, to, to a conversation with God. Um, I could say that, you know, this idea of God works all things to bring him glory. So that brought him glory. Mm. Um, but there's kind of a thing going around a little bit right now with, with everything is that 
and I'm a little frustrated by it and I'd love to get your kind of opinion on it is that people are saying like, this is God testing us. Like this is God, <laughs> uh, this is from God and he's trying to draw this, this generation he, to him. And yeah, um, I, I have heard the same things I've heard, uh, <laughs> with, uh, that as a nation, uh, we need to repent and that, that stuff kind of makes me chuckle. Probably shouldn't. That's not the right response. Yeah. Somebody's yeah, really yeah, yeah. laying it on like that. Cause I, I, we put a lot of emphasis on America <laughs> in, oh, yeah. in Christian Western culture. Sure. And like, does God really care about America? Well, he cares about Americans. Just as but, much as anybody else. Like as a, else. Yeah, right. And, and, but he cares about Haiti and he cares about Court d'Ivoire and he cares yeah. about, uh, you know, all nations. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, to, to say that God sent this so that we would uh, repent and, and this is our punishment because we're, uh, you know, as Americans, we're living this uh in lavish lifestyle of, of whatever it may be. Uh, I just, I can't see any, any at all biblical reference that that is the case. Um, I think what you said is right. God brings these things about and ultimately they work out for his glory. And sometimes we know right away, you reached out to me, it may be preventing something, but like, so we knew right away, Oh, that fear, that little moment I had that, that made me reach out in relationship. And with me, that little moment I had, Oh, I got to, pop outside and just spend a couple minutes mm-hmm. uh, acknowledging who God was, you know? Yeah. Um, and so we get to see that, but uh, sometimes we don't, you know, when tragedy strikes, sometimes we don't know how God is going to work that out for his good, but we do know he does mm-hmm. because that's what, that's what scripture says. We know that for sure. Yeah. So whatever is doled out, whatever we're experiencing is ultimately going to be for God's glory. And uh, or it has the potential to, right? It has the potential to, we yeah. have a part to play in that. And, and it's, yeah, we have a huge part to play in that. Yeah. And, 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 and this is when you talk about the range of gamuts I've been facing yeah. over this whole thing mm-hmm. was, was no big deal. Oh my gosh, Jesus is coming back. I'm scared for my life. Why hasn't he called me yet? <laughs> Dude, there's a, there's a part of me and this is kind of crazy. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. I'm a little bit excited about what's going on right now because uh, this is going to soften a lot of hearts. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is this is going to give... Um, any of you out there that are Christ followers, this is going to give us the opportunity as Christ followers to share Jesus with others. Yeah. And uh, that's my jam. Like yeah, that's, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I love evangelism. I love uh, sharing the good news with people. And uh, I, I just, there's when, when tragedy strikes like this or when, you know, things happen like this, people are receptive mm-hmm. uh, to hearing the good news. Um, and so, and that I think, okay. So, and this kind of brings everything together because in having conversations um, and trying to share faith in this time, right. We're fresh or we're ripe fruit. We're ready. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm more susceptible to growth right now yeah. because of the fear that's in me. Yeah. It draws me closer to him. Uh, people who don't have relationships are more open now than ever. And so there's all of this potential. And so this idea then kind of coming back to, is God doing this? Is God punishing us? Um, the reason I think that it's so important to kind of get this right is because that statement and that that way of thinking can be extremely damaging mm. um, to new believers or potentially mm-hmm. new believers mm-hmm. and to me as well. Mm. Um we know all things pass through the hands of God. Like he, you know, in some weird way, um, I have to come to terms with the fact that, okay, God did allow this to happen. He's mm-hmm. allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. But is it directly from God? I I can't, I can't come to terms with it that, that that is, it's true. You know, we live 
in a fallen world. Yeah. And sickness and death are a natural response or a not a natural thing that happens while living in a fallen world. Yeah. So these things are, you know, have come about because of the will of man, not mm-hmm. because of the will of God. Right. 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 But if I can have a correct understanding of what this is and saying, okay, well, no, this isn't from God. You know, this goes back to the same old question as always. Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? You know, and it's, I have to understand. Well, it's not him. He didn't, he's not, he didn't make this happen. He's allowing it to happen because we chose our will over his. But even in the midst of that, he offers redemption. He offers, you know, a, a, a way out of it. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, right. It goes back to the garden. Yeah. And like you said, it was, it was. Uh, this tree that we weren't supposed to eat of yeah and uh, and the tree of life next to it and and like here it is don't do it and if you do it that's going to happen mm-hmm. like you're going to be separated from me uh, but that's not the intention that wasn't the design it's not how it's ultimately going to be yeah but that's how it is now yeah because we walked by that beautiful tree and took that fruit and and uh and now we live in this fallen world where we have disease where we have yeah uh you know, all these things that uh, that happen that um that are tough they're tough to go through but uh but again ultimately we know that there'll be a place where there's no tears mm-hmm. right and, and no fear and and no and and this beautiful place that that was how it was intended to be from the very beginning yeah. and that's where we're working through Absolutely. but if man it's a process to get there yeah so i've often said that um that when i was raised up in the church i came to know christ when i was probably five or younger i'm not, i don't even know super christian yeah you know <laughs> i've been i've been around for a while um but i've often said that like i was raised on the fear of god mm. and not the love of god mm. right and old testament talks kind of primarily about fear of God. New Testament talks primarily about the love of God. And once I entered into a relationship with God, as you know, I talk about, um, you know, almost five years ago now, when I came to my moment of clarity, where I woke up on God's bathroom floor, <laughs> and I, for the first time, I believe as a conscious human adult, I accepted Christ into my heart and began a relationship with him. And that has all been built on a relationship with God, a relationship with Jesus that is founded on the love of God, right? Yeah. And so through this, through kind of the podcast and through this time right now, I've been studying a lot about fear, you mm-hmm. know, this, you know, we've been talking about, you know, not what fear does to us, but what we can do with it and all of these different examples that we find in the Bible that what fear leads us to relationship in my example uh, time with with God in your example, yeah, ultimately relationship with my example too, right? Yeah, it's all, it, it all points back to relationship in some way, community, yeah, fellowship, yeah, yeah. communion with Christ. But so I think I've more and more moved away from the fear of God because I didn't understand it. I guess I had a, a damaging first experience with it, mm-hmm. and like, and a lot of Westernized Christianity is like this. Like we're so over in the love part of. A relationship with God. It's all about love and grace and peace and kind of like this, like almost like a ooey gooey like relationship with Jesus. You know, he's like more like my boyfriend. You know what I mean, type deal or girlfriend, however you know. Um, but I've been kind of working through this idea of like, what is like, what is the fear? Like, what is that? There is a fear component to it. Yeah. 
but it's not fear with my connotation of what fear is. Like, I'm afraid that right now, like I might get sick or people that I I love might get sick Mm -hmm. and die and, and pain and all these different types of things. Um, I don't, I've been learning more and more about this, that that's not what, what the fear of God really truly is. And I'm finding more and more out about that. It's more about the awe and wonder of who he Mm. is to be. Um, I read one time about how, do you ever, have you ever like, uh, been on a roof of a building or like if you've gone to the grand Canyon and you kind of, you know, walk up to the edge and you get that feeling in your (laughs) stomach and you go, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes I get it after Filiberto. <laughs> no, different feeling. <laughs> maybe, maybe it could be. I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah. Like that, so that, that yeah, that. So, um, I was reading that, like that, that feeling in your stomach is coming from like the fear that you might jump off, mm. that you might jump over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that feeling that kind of wells up inside of your stomach. And so like, and we were just reading, I know Denton, when you got over here, we were, t- we were reading this, like the real definition of fear and we get it from uh genesis 3 10 it says and he said i heard your voice in the garden and feared because i was naked and hid myself and the literal concrete meaning of the word used here yara is definition the definition of it is flowing of the gut (laughs) flowing of the gut And so it kind of comes back to this whole feeling like stepping over the edge and this kind of this fear as well. It's this gut feeling of like this. So wait, read that scripture again. I want to read. I want to replace fear with flowing of the gut. Genesis 310. Yeah. And he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I flowed from the gut because I I was naked and hid myself. That's what you're saying. Dang. Yeah. So like it's it's that feeling. Almost like people would say, like, my, I, I know it in my gut. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, the and that's where I truly feel like I felt in my moment of clarity with God. Like, there was, I can't, I can't explain what happened. But it was almost like this flowing of the gut that every fiber of my being just, like, poured out and was like, I'm in complete amazement of awe. awe like, that awe and wonder overcame me yeah because uh, i understood the love and so it all kind of came together but when i read fear it's more of like oh my gosh like god sees me in the shower <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean my fig leaf yeah <laughs> right and so but this kind of and we talked about this too on the podcast a little bit before is like the misplaced fear right mm. then like the misplaced fear is is worldly right like uh fear of what's going on right now um fear of being attacked by a bear <laughs> like, it, like there's this worldly fear that i connotate with fear of the lord which is different it's this gut feeling and and so you're saying that the the being chased by a bear fear is different than the fear of the lord fear well so we know that fear, the feeling fear is the same, right? Yeah. Because the basic human emotion yeah. fear doesn't change. My gut might flow if I was being chased by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's a misplaced fear, yeah. right? Like we're talking about right now is like, um, so this, this coronavirus, let's, let's replace that with being chased by a bear, right? <laughs> like, I could either say like a bear is chasing me and I'm afraid that I'm going to get eaten. So I'm going to lay down and play dead. 
which is what you're supposed to do, right? Unless you've got a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would do. But... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or you could say, like, like we're talking now. Well, I'm going to turn... I'm going to... Like, uh, what, what did... Um, uh, David do with the with the the lion mm. replace that fear yeah like literally a lion is coming after and are we gonna be afraid that a lion is going to eat us yeah or we're we gonna break that dude's jaw <laughs> flat rip his mouth open with our hands. Like, uh, wow yeah, yeah so that but that that's like a perfect example because that fear is the same fear but it what is it that flowing of the gut what does that then make me do Thank you for tuning in today for the daily check-in. I hope that you take what we talked about here and have conversations with others. The things we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your community. If you are struggling to find community and people to talk with, send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love y'all and thank you.